This is the Nature Untold Podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Holland. This podcast is about all kinds of sobriety, addiction, recovery, as they intersect with the outdoor community and industry. Welcome to the show. Hey, y'all. It's your Nature Untold host, Emily Holland. Season two is almost here, but before we dive into what's to come, I wanted to reflect on the last season. Season one was absolutely incredible. Every time I got off an interview, I would bounce out of my seat, energized by the importance and weight of these discussions. I felt and still feel this overwhelming sense of gratitude and just feeling plain lucky to be doing this in the first place. There were some main themes that came out of season one. First, no one's sobriety or recovery or healing journey will be the same. And simultaneously, there is a connective tissue between all of them. Second, sobriety can mean different things for different people. There is no one correct definition of this stuff. Each person had to figure out what this meant for them. Third, The outdoors are therapeutic, but alone, they will not heal everything you're wrestling with. That being said, they are incredibly important to our healing work. Fourth, we as the outdoor community and industry at large need to do a better job of showing up for each other in this space. The more we stay silent and scared to bring up traditionally taboo topics, the more our community stays scared, sick, and feeling alone. And finally, All human beings want in life is love, belonging, and connection. Every story we heard, there was a point in that interview that the guest was telling us how they didn't feel like they belonged, or they didn't get the love they deserved and needed when they were young, or they lacked connection with others. This is the big one for me, because to me, this is a clear call to action. This is our chance as a community to get in front of the struggles we all have and show up for our people with love and compassion. This is our greatest opportunity. I have big plans and goals for Nature Untold beyond solely the podcast. The big idea behind all of these plans is simple, creating safe community and connection through our love of the outdoors. So with that, I knew I wanted to involve our community in the trailer for this new season. So I asked them a few questions and some folks sent in some audio submissions. And as always, I'm just blown away with how beautiful and vulnerable people are. Enjoy. What is your definition of sobriety, recovery, and or addiction? So my definition of sobriety is reframing and changing my relationship with alcohol and substances of any kind. I don't use any other substances uh, besides THC and CBD edibles from time to time. And uh, all I can say is that I can't believe I didn't do it sooner. (laughs) I really wish that I would have, but you know, um, now that I have, I'm a much happier person and I really, really, really enjoy every single day. So that's that's my definition of sobriety is rebranding my sort of relationship to alcohol and substances and getting more in touch with my my emotions, my inner self, who I am and what I want to be. 
My definition of sobriety is the ability to have control over how much of a substance I allow myself to have and when I allow myself to have it when it comes to a substance that alters my body and my mind. And I would more specifically think about it in terms of alcohol because I feel like there was a time in my life when alcohol was what was always present. And while it doesn't mean that I've been through um, like a big addiction recovery with alcohol, I would say that my relationship with alcohol has been extremely shaped by my relationship with the outdoors and spending more time outside actually has somehow propelled me to spend less time drinking <laughs> or which has had health benefits that I didn't realize that I was missing out on. <laughs> I guess my variation of sober is that exactly comparing to my past self having drinks every day versus now having drinks Oh, I don't know, maybe once a month I have a drink. But for the most part, I'm not looking for excuses to drink or I'm not looking for opportunities to, to have alcohol around. When they happen, I feel like I am in a healthier relationship with it where I no longer drink more than I know I can. I I'm pacing myself drinking water in between drinks. I'm taking a really long time to sip on a drink. So, I mean, to me, that's just my own personal healthy relationship with alcohol. My definition of sobriety is multifaceted. It is breaking ties with the substance that had an unhealthy presence in my life, which for me was alcohol, in order to be the best version of myself that I can. It's taking care of my mental health, moving my body, being creative, and spending time with my sober community. Not only do I make the decision not to drink every day, I also dedicate my energy to strengthening my sobriety and creating a rich and fulfilling life. So my definition of my sobriety is that I am totally alcohol-free. Alcohol was my primary addiction. And nowadays I just try not to use any sort of substance as a way to escape. So I do believe that, you know, a lot of plants have medicinal value and I will look at my intention with why I'm using something like that. Um, so plant medicine can have a lot of value for helping with anxiety um, and helping along our healing journey but I try not to use those things recreationally or as a way to escape. And I don't use alcohol at all, and life has gotten way better since I quit that. My definition of sobriety is taking a look at what are the things in your life that are not serving you and identifying why you're still doing them and how you could change your life or your habits to remove them and see how things could be different. 
I have been under an experiment with myself for the past few months, really questioning my relationship with alcohol and trying to understand if it's something that is serving me and why am I using it. For me, the start of COVID definitely changed a lot and it changed my relationship with drinking in a way that I wasn't really happy with when I was honest with myself. So while I wouldn't describe myself as sober right now, I'm I'm definitely in the sober curious camp and I'm questioning and exploring and experimenting, going through periods of not drinking at all and then trying to see what maybe drinking a little bit looks like, then deciding if that's really worth it. But my my definition of sober, I guess when I think about it is is probably not drinking at all. I relate sober to alcohol and I don't necessarily think that has to be a negative thing. I do feel like my own personal belief systems has some negative connotation around the word sober. But if you told me that you don't drink, <laughs> the, the, the same connotation isn't there. So um, I think what gets me stuck is that around that word sober, it feels like there's something forbidden or something that you can't do or you can't allow yourself to do. And as I've been dipping my toes into this sober, curious community, that is something that I am changing from my perspective and I want to change the way I think about it as well. I think at this point in my life, when I think of sobriety, I am thinking of ridding yourself of something that has kind of taken control of your life and that's really no longer bringing you joy. I would say that recovery is when you aren't having the daily triggers. So I would say the addiction definition for me is just, you keep doing it, it doesn't bring you joy, and you're struggling to kind of stop doing it. Sobriety is coming to terms with it and trying to make that change. And then recovery is you have more control over your life, you have this awareness, you've done reflection, it can still come back and get you, but you're, you're just aware of what's going on. If you consider yourself any variation of sober or in recovery, what is your biggest learning? I would say that my biggest learning in sobriety has been that I really need to slow down in order to get to know my own self. And getting to know myself is necessary for healing and just living a more happy, more fulfilling life. Um, so in my addiction, I think I was always unable to really like stop and slow down and get to know myself and feel my feelings without that numbing agent. And learning how to do that has been difficult, but also very rewarding. I'm not 100% sober. Uh, I do occasionally have a drink now, but I did quit for a few months there, basically because it got to a point where I was drinking every single day and I wasn't drinking because I wanted to enjoy it or anything like that. I was literally drinking just because I was unhappy and it was the only way that I could get a break from the depression and anxiety and pretty much self self-loathing uh, that I was feeling 
every single day. Just a lot of self-confidence issues, not really knowing what I want out of life or who I even am anymore. And then I realized one day that the reason that I didn't know who I was anymore is because I was drinking every single day. And so what I've learned is that I really enjoy feeling my feelings. And even though it hurts like hell sometimes, I am a billion times happier being able to actually feel and analyze and understand happiness, joy, fear, sadness, all of it. Learning how to actually enjoy and embrace fear and anxiety and use it as a tool versus be afraid of it and hide from it is something that I really do think I could have only learned through giving up alcohol for a little while and allowing myself to really, really embrace what it is to be human, which is to have serious emotion. How can we support those who are struggling? One of the most important things we can do to help people who are struggling is to break down the stigma surrounding addiction and alcoholism. If someone expresses concern over their drinking, it can be tempting to try and make them feel better by saying things like, well, you don't seem that bad to me, but you never drink in the morning, or I don't think you really have a problem. But statements like these only serve to make someone who's struggling doubt themselves, and it might prevent them from seeking the help they really need. We shouldn't be gauging how severe someone's dependence is by external factors. Instead, we should encourage people to honestly examine their relationship with alcohol or other substances and ask what kind of impact these things have on their lives. Addiction exists on a spectrum, but it's also progressive and tends to get worse without treatment. We shouldn't diminish someone's struggles, even if they don't look that bad outwardly, because seeking help early on can save lives rather than waiting until something catastrophic happens. One thing that worked for me was just having a support group of people who were really, you know, really open to, to my reasoning and thought process behind doing this for myself and, and people who are really just in my corner, finding a space where people can go and be a part of a community that doesn't involve some sort of religion or some other agenda besides just getting sober and being in a safe place is really important. One of the biggest things we can do is just listen and give people space and encourage them and not judge them and just be open and loud about our own experiences and being able to say, sure, there's a ton of memes out there about how funny it is to get blackout drunk, but there's a lot of really scary stories about that too. And humor can be a lovely coping skill, but also it can make us write off some of our traumas. And I know I personally have written off plenty of traumas as joking blackouts that were silly. And in the last little bit, I've had to really reevaluate that and kind of come to terms with admitting to myself I've had more traumas and encounters that wouldn't have happened had alcohol not been involved. And that's not to shame myself or blame myself or anyone else that was involved, really. It's... It's just one of those things where we have to be careful when substances are involved because they really can take control. So I think when we're talking about supporting other people, it's saying, can we offer experiences where drinking's not the norm? Or smoking pot's not the norm? Can we just allow people to show up as they are and let them be authentic and accept them and not make them feel the need to use, to be more fun or whatever it is? I think that's really important. And just letting them know that we're here for them.
What is your favorite way to experience the outdoors? My favorite way to experience the outdoors is simply being outside. I've honestly found that if I'm at home all day working in the computer, just stepping outside my door and taking a breath is already a great experience. It's already shifting my mindset. It's already shifting my mood. That's just to simplify it. Obviously, I also love being out in the river, fly fishing, out on the land, hunting and tracking animals. I also enjoy hiking, extremely enjoy backpacking and being able to immerse myself on the land for a couple of days at a time. Those are really my favorite ways to be outside, but there's not, not to diminish the other ways to be outside because I think they're valuable and I think they're powerful and they're also more accessible, right? Like I can take a 10 minute walk to a park and already sit under a tree and feel grass in my hands and have the fresh air. So that's as valuable as going to a mountain or doing anything that you might think more traditionally as quote unquote outdoorsy. My favorite way to experience the outdoors is through hiking and backpacking. Long walks have always felt really meditative and calming to me, and I love to spend the entire day feeling my boots crunch in the sand and taking in all the beautiful sights. I like being able to pick a trail depending on what I feel like I need that day. Some days I just want to go for a long, flat cruise, and other days I want to challenge myself and feel my legs burn. I love the feeling of freedom that comes with carrying everything I will need on my back and really immersing myself in the wilderness. What is my favorite way to enjoy the outdoors? Well, um, I'm a climber. I absolutely love rock climbing, uh, hiking, camping, backpacking. Interestingly enough, actually, my relationship with climbing was affected directly by my alcohol consumption, and I actually stopped climbing uh, outdoors for a little while and altogether for a short period of time uh, due to the fact that I was kind of always hungover and when I'm hungover I get anxious really easily and uh, climbing was just too scary for me when I was hungover um, which was really sad and actually in turn <laughs> caused me to drink more sometimes which uh, is a fun uh, thing to try to unpack. Yeah, I mean, climbing is one of those things for me that has also been a savior in my life. I went through a really devastating uh, breakup and was all alone once I moved to Fort Collins and um, didn't really know anyone and was in a really, really bad spot until I found climbing and the community that comes with it. It made me want to be better. It made me want to feel better. It made me want to actually live life a little bit more. And so climbing is my number one, but uh, generally anytime I'm in the mountains outdoors when I cannot hear cars or planes or any other man-made objects in the far distance, I'm a happy, happy person. And um, I will also say that I had no idea how much more I would enjoy those outdoor spaces being clear of mind. It's something special. I generally have a little bit of a cry every time I go outside now and uh, <clears throat> it's, it's amazing. 
My favorite way to experience the outdoors is through hiking or trail running because I can just get into a really nice flow state where I can just, you know, feel really in tune with nature. And if I'm with other people, I can feel really connected to the other people on an adventure with me. So I love just moving my body along trails and through nature and getting those endorphins flowing and just feeling really immersed in the natural world. So what can you expect from this season? Good people, reflection, different concepts, some heavy stuff, some light stuff, some tears, some giggles, vulnerability, beauty, outdoor adventures. The new season starts on June 15th and we will have 12 episodes. Like I keep saying, we're just getting started here and there's so much more goodness to come. If you like the show and haven't had a chance to connect yet, please do. You can find us on Instagram at Nature Untold Podcast or on Facebook at Nature Untold Collective. If you feel inclined to support further, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or you can find us on Patreon. We're so excited to kick this off again and thank you, thank you, thank you for being with us.